0: the recovery coach and I'm here to motivate inspire and empower you and to remind you that life begins after recovery so today we're going to talk a little bit about settling something I was really really good at Janice Joplin said you are what you settle for and that was very true for me and it still can be but we do we settle you know I was fabulous at settling I could have written a book on settling because you know what's scary Change is scary. It's terrifying. Staying still and settling for what I had was a whole lot easier than having to face the big change, getting sober, thinking about getting divorced. It's terrifying. So we settle. We settle for less than we deserve. We settle for a version of ourselves that is easier than pushing for what we are capable of. And we are capable of so much more than what we do. So settling. Don't do it. Don't you dare do it. I had a student who was trying to decide if she should buy a pair of yoga pants. And she said, I don't know. I'm getting divorced and I need to lose weight. So we talked about it. The idea that you know you need to lose weight before you can practice yoga, that you need to cross some imaginary bridge before you can do that next thing in your life. What if, instead of saying, "You know, when I get to this point in my life, when I weigh this point, when I live with this house when I'm in this relationship, when I get to these points, then I'm going to be able to do the things I can do, you know, and I hear it all the time with yoga. People will say, well, I can't practice yoga. I'm not flexible. I'm too fat. I don't like to get sweaty. You know, people come up with a million reasons why they can't practice yoga and to say something like, well, I can't practice yoga because I'm not flexible makes about as much sense as saying I can't go to the buffet because I'm starving. Back to my friend who wasn't going to buy the yoga pants because she was afraid of being too fat and being divorced and being unlovable. She got the yoga pants and we also decided that cupcakes were and are an awesome food group and that you know she was fabulous. That was a given. So here's the thing and this is what we forget. You already are freaking awesome. You are already absolutely gorgeous. You are already utterly fabulous. You were born awesome, gorgeous, and fabulous. Somewhere along the line, the world, your family, your friends, the TV, the media, the magazines in the grocery store told you otherwise. Maybe it was the girls in middle school. Maybe it was your sisters. Maybe it was your mother. Maybe it was your parents. Maybe you tried to buy groceries and read more than one or two headlines about how to lose weight or how to be fabulous or how to have a six-pack. All of this is bull. Do not settle. Settling, while it seems a path of least resistance initially, will come back and bite you really hard one day. When someone tears you down, it's a reflection of their own inner demons that they are trying to quiet down by projecting them on you. Do not listen to them. Do not give them a second of your consideration. You know, and I say that, and at the same time, I know what it's like when someone comes at you, when someone's angry, when someone's having a bad day and you just happen to be the person there in front of them. It's hard not to take things personally. Uh, Victor Frankl, who is a Holocaust survivor, said, that in between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space lies our choice. And in that choice lies our freedom. So in between stimulus and response, when the thing happens and then you respond, there's a space. And we all know people who, when something happens to them, they react immediately. You know, you're driving along the road and someone cuts you off and you're immediately angry and you're hitting the horn. So that stimulus, and response. You get cut off, you get angry, you hit the horn, you might stay angry for the rest of the day, you might cut somebody else off because you're angry and you're taking it out on them. It's just kind of this awful pay it forward. But if you put some space in there, just a little bit of space, so the stimulus comes in, it happens, somebody yells at you, somebody cuts you off, somebody says something unkind, And then you have that space. And in that space, you take a moment and you think, you know what? They're probably having a bad day. Because, you know, happy people aren't mean. The guy who's driving along the road, listening to the stereo and having a good time, he's not the guy cutting you off. The person who cut you off is already having a hard time for whatever reason. When you get dumped on by someone, when someone is unkind to you, it is 1000% to do with them. And not you. So by putting that space in there, you can decide, do I want to take this personally? Is this really about me? And then you have a moment to think and realize that no, actually it's not about me at all, and that I don't need to take this personally. I don't need to take it on. So don't let somebody's demons, somebody who's having a bad day because of whatever, affect your Zen, affect how you're doing, because in between stimulus and response is that space. And when you make a choice, you get to decide how you feel. You get to decide how you think. You might not have control over the first thing that pops up, but you can have control over the thing that you do after that. Do you know what makes you beautiful, sexy, fabulous and awesome? I'm going to give you a couple of clues. It's not your pant size, your dress size, the color of your hair, the texture of your skin, the size of your pores on your face, the length of your eyelashes, the size of your bra, or the labels of the clothes you've been wearing. It's not about the labels that you have put on yourself or about the labels that somebody else has applied to you. It has nothing to do with your appearance. I'm gonna say that again. What makes you beautiful, sexy, fabulous, and awesome is absolutely not about your appearance. Roald Dahl, who is a, uh, a children's author, he wrote James and the Giant Peach. He wrote this in one of his books and he said, if a person has ugly thoughts, it begins to show on the face. And when the person has ugly thoughts every day, every week, every year, the face gets uglier and uglier until it gets so ugly you can hardly bear to look at it. A person who has good thoughts cannot ever be ugly. You can have a wonky nose, a crooked mouth, a double chin, and stick out teeth. But if you have good thoughts, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams and you will always look lovely. Roald Dahl had this figured out decades ago. The quote was from his book called The Twits. So what he said, sunbeams, sunbeams out of your face, that's what you've got when you think good thoughts. Kindness is a new black. Kindness, compassion, confidence are what make you beautiful. And it makes absolutely zero difference what your pant size is. If you've got a big nose, and let me tell you, I've got one of those. If you've got crooked teeth, I've got those as well. What makes you sexy, fabulous, awesome, and beautiful comes from inside you. And I know I can sit here and say this, and you're going, Yeah, well, I struggle with those demons too. I fight those off. I have to remind myself. I'm here talking into the microphone. I talk in front of people. I talk in front of a yoga class. And it's not because I have this all figured out. It's not because I am standing on a mountain lecturing you and giving you the wisdom. I tell you these things and I say these things is because I need to remember them myself. I need to remember that my value comes not from the clothing labels or the size of the clothing that I wear, what kind of day I'm having hair wise, what the size of my pores are. I have to remind myself daily that my value is not my external appearance and that someone else's demons are not my own, and they're not something I need to take personally. So what you do with your external appearance is entirely up to you. Do you like the look of eyelash extensions? Then get some. Want a different hair color, texture, style? Then change it. Like those yoga pants? Buy them. But don't do these things because they will make you beautiful. They will not affect that. But if they work as an expression of yourself as a way to express the beauty you already have then damn the torpedoes and go for it don't do anything to your appearance to your life to try to please some external force to try to please some person or an idea of some person that you think you're supposed to be or you think someone else thinks you're supposed to be. if That doesn't get convoluted. Don't do it for the set of labels that society is trying to hang around our neck all the time. I mean, think about it. As a woman in Western society, we are either too skinny or too fat. Our hair is the wrong color or should be dyed. Our pores are always the wrong size. Our teeth need to be whiter and straighter. Our stomach can always be flatter. We can always have less body fat. We need a thigh gap. If you let all these external things control how you feel about yourself, you will be miserable. So let that go. Toni Morrison, beautiful person who just recently died. She said, you wanna fly? You gotta give up that shit that weighs you down. And it's that shit. It's those judgments. It's those other people's demons. It's those things that we settle for. The ways that we make ourselves small. It's all of those things when we're not being ourselves. Those are the things that make us want to drink. That make us want to numb out. That make us not want to figure out who we actually are, to figure out the beautiful, wonderful, fabulous person that we are. Instead we take on all these these roles that get hung around our neck. We hold on to other people's demons and then we can't be in our own skin. So what I'm inviting you to do, and you don't have to do it for the rest of your life, you don't even have to do it for the rest of the night or day or whenever you're listening to this, but for the next five minutes consider putting that down. Put down the expectations that other people have placed on you. Put down the ideas of where you think you should be. Put down all of the other people who want to put their pain on you. Put that all down and take a moment and just sit and be who you are. That fabulous, gorgeous, awesome, beautiful, sexy person that you are, that you always have been, And that you sometimes forget about. Because I'm absolutely enamored with poetry, I do have a poem for you and it's called She Let Go by Sapphire Rose. She let go. She let go. Without a thought or a word, she let go. She let go of the fear. She let go of the judgments. She let go of the confluence of opinions swarming around in her head. She let go of the committee of indecision within her. She let go of all the right reasons. Wholly and completely, without hesitation or worry, she just let go. She didn't ask anyone for advice. She didn't read a book on how to let go. She didn't search the scriptures. She just let go. She let go of all the memories that held her back. She let go of all the anxiety that kept her from moving forward. She let go of the planning and of all the calculations about how to do it just right. She didn't promise to let go. She didn't journal about it. She didn't write the projected date in her daytimer. She made no public announcement and put no ad in the paper. She didn't check the weather report or read her daily horoscope. She just let go. She didn't analyze whether she should let go. She didn't call her friends to discuss the matter. She didn't do a five-step spiritual mind treatment. She didn't call the prayer line. She didn't utter one word. She just let go. No one was around when it happened. There was no applause or congratulations. No one thanked her or praised her. No one noticed a thing. Like a leaf falling from a tree, she just let go. There was no effort, there was no struggle. It wasn't good and it wasn't bad. It was what it was and it is just that. In the space of letting go, she let it all be. A small smile came over her face. A light breeze blew through her and the sun and the moon shone forevermore." That sapphire rose. So consider what could you let go of? And again, not for the rest of your life, maybe just for the next five breaths. Let go of something that does not serve you. And if you can't let go of it completely, then maybe you let it be for a few breaths. So let's just take a moment for a couple of those breaths where you let go of all the opinions, of all the labels. So uncross your legs, uncross your arms. Feel the connection of your feet on the floor or the ground or wherever you're standing or sitting. Notice the air moving in and out of your body with your breath. Feel the air flow in your nostrils, down your sinuses. Feel your lungs and your belly expand. Feel them contract. Feel everything that goes with a simple act of taking one breath. And then do that for the next breath. And as you pay more attention, let your breathing become a little deeper and a little slower. And I talked about last time how by merely paying attention to your breath and lengthening your inhales, and lengthening even more your exhales that you will turn on your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the one that tells your body that it's okay, that you're safe, that it's okay to rest, it's okay to digest your food. So take those breaths now. Give yourself a moment of being fully present. Know that you're here right now, that there is nowhere else you can be. Breathe deeply, inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth, and breathe all the air out till you have absolutely none left. And then hold a little bit. Breathe in, fill up, fill up. Hold it, and then a long, slow, exhale. Do that a few more times and just three or five breaths like that will reset your nervous system. will let you remember who you are, the beautiful fabulous person who right at this moment in time is okay and anything that is not in this moment in time is not here. And now you can always come back to breathing like this. Notice that the present moment is always available to you. You just have to notice it. So I'm Ruth Day, The Recovery Coach, and I'm here to inspire, to motivate, and to empower you to be the best, the most beautiful, gorgeous, and sexy person that you already are. So I will offer tips every podcast. If you want a little bit more, then go over to chatwithruth.com, and you can book a free 30-minute recovery call with me. And I will give you three steps that you can take right now so you can start to live your best life. You may have heard of them. You may not but I can tell you, after the phone call, you're going to be inspired, and you're going to feel a little bit better about yourself, and then maybe you'll go on and feel a little bit better after that, and a little bit better, and you'll do this one moment at a time, but know that you don't have to do it alone, that you can listen to this podcast anytime, that you can pop on a 30-minute call with me, chatwithruth.com. I'm here for you. I'm Ruth Day, the Recovery Coach. Have a great rest of your day. Come back and listen to me again.